This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. All better audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention. This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. Better, better. That is all. Good night, The Shadow Program. The Adventures of Philip Marlowe, starring Van Heflin. The Green Hornet. If you like music with the boogie beat, here's a little ditty that's really all right. Cornish Health and Cigars presents Lance Hardwick Mysteries with his trusty sidekick, Dick Reardon. Tonight's episode... Curses of the Mummy. Dick, Dick, whatever would become of you without me to help you? Uh, I don't know, Lance, but could you help me faster? It's hard to breathe in this bucket. Hoy, where do I start? Maybe if I... um... Ow! Ow! Oh, my ears feel like they're coming off. Well, that won't do. Uh, uh, maybe if I, uh... Ow! That almost took my nose off. This really hurts. Maybe this will make you think before putting a bucket on your head. The worst part, Lance? I have a harmonica in here, too. <laughs> She ran right by me. Uh, thank you, Miss Schlotten. Uh, I can handle this. <sighs> Good. I'm late for my nap. Mr. Hardwick, I heard you were the best detective in the city. I really need your help. Um, I think I was ahead of you, Miss. Oh, I nearly forgot about you, Dick. Um, hold on, and... I think I can help the boy chick. I always carry a copy of the Egyptian Book of the Dead with me, and I think there's a spell that will help. Hello, Cairo, she's a boo. Oh, thank you, lady. You you saved my life. 
Yes, um, thank you, Miss, um, Miss... My name is Esther Oblomovitz. I'm curator of the Egyptian wing of the city museum. And I have a mystery for you to solve. Gee, willikers, a mystery! I think that's enough of the harmonica for now, Dick. Put it away. Uh, okay, Lance. A mystery, you say? This morning I opened the doors to the Egyptology exhibit of King Ramanassus the 23rd. And he was gone. And to suspect a robbery? Well, yes, obviously. He wouldn't just get up and leave. Oh, I don't know about that. I saw this movie with my mom just last week. And the mummy came to life and stalked victims and killed them. Strangling them with his bare hands. That's just a silly horror film. He couldn't kill people. He's been lying in his sarcophagus for over 30,000 years. Although, I should warn you about the mummy's many curses. Curses? That was part of the movie, too. Anyone who disturbed the mummy's tomb would be struck dead by a plague. Or eaten by rats, or... No, no. It's not my dad. He's harmless as long as he stays in his burial chamber. We moved him, and his entire chamber from Egypt got reassembled exactly. He's quite harmless there, but... Whoever stole the mummy could be in for the curses? Yes, many, many curses. I, you have no idea the amount of curses. Well, perhaps we should go to the museum to gather some clues so we can solve this mystery. I forgot to ask. Uh, do you validate parking? Oi, sure. I closed and locked the Egyptology wing so no one would disturb any clues. Let me open it for you. Here is the mummy's burial chamber. And this is exactly the way the chamber was uh, 3,000 years ago? We made sure every detail was exact. Wow! Look at all the gold statues and urns filled with... Jeepers! It must have been filled with pollen! Rare 3,000-year-old seeds and pollen from extinct plants. Dick, look what you've done! That was probably priceless. Oh, phew! Oh, that's lucky. I thought it was worth a lot of money. That's what priceless means. Never mind. We must find the mummy. I could lose my job. You're right. Hmm... It looks like the pollen has adhered itself to some fingerprints. So, I did good, Lance? That's neither here nor there, Dick. But maybe the fingerprints could help us find the culprits. Oh, uh, this urn over here has a cigar butt in it. A cigar? In here? Let me see it. Ah! It's a garnished health and cigar. They come with a warning of may explode. They advertise them as more funny for the money. It's a favorite of uh, Catskill comedians. 
George Burns does radio ads for them. Doesn't he smoke reproducto cigars, Lance? No, Dick. It's L Producto cigars. Uh, what's reproducto? Something you'll never do, Dick. And now a word from our sponsor. George! George! What is it, Gracie? My sister Bessie is having a birthday, and I was wondering what kind of present she should buy. Well, wouldn't she prefer to receive a present for her birthday rather than buying one for herself? Oh, no, George. That would be silly. It's not her birthday. It's for her uncle. Isn't that your uncle, too? Oh, no. He's my father's brother. But, Gracie, doesn't that make him your uncle also? No, no. He's my sister's uncle, George. Sometimes, George, you don't understand the simplest things. Ah, so let me get this straight. This birthday present is for a man. Well, that's not what his sister says. Gracie, wouldn't that be your aunt? Now, George, you're trying to trip me up. It wouldn't be a very long trip. Now, what about your sister's gift? Which one? She's gifted in so many ways, George. No, the gift she's buying for her uncle's birthday. What do you think he would like? He smokes a lot of cigars. Well, Gracie, do you know someone who smokes a lot of cigars and has an affinity for cigars? Who might be an expert on cigars? Well, let me think. We don't have all day. It's a short commercial. Maybe the ones you smoke, George? Gracie, you know the brand I smoke. But for your family, may I suggest Gornist Helfen cigars? Why, George? They're cheap cigars, much like your family. Yes, folks, Gornist Helfen cigars are made of the finest Verklem tobacco, grown in Flatbush, Cucamonga, and Goose Island. Goose Island? They grow the tobacco right behind the brewery there. It's harvested by retired Jewish rabbis and then immediately rolled on the ties of the rockets. Hey, they need a hobby in their old age. Then the cigars are aged to perfection then in the hidden chambers of Radio City Music Hall. Hey, hidden makes for instant access to the rockets. Gracie, here, why don't you try one? George, you never let me smoke any of your cigars. They aren't my cigars. Here, let me light that for you. What was that, George? Oh, Gracie, I forgot to tell you. In each box of 20 cigars, there's one special cigar that explodes for comedy effects. These are the preferred cigars for all Catskill comedians. But, George, why did you give me the cigar that explodes? Because I wanted to show our audience that Garnish Health and Cigars can even make Gracie Allen verklempt. What kind of word is that, George? It's a Jewish word. You know I went to Catholic school as a little girl. <laughs> but I think that the audience won't like the fact that you exploded a cigar in my face. Well, Gracie, they still love me in Altoona. That cigar found in an line. Oh, no. Could it be him? Him? Him who? George Burns? Ow! My... my ex-husband. What is the name? The uh, Schleppy Greenbaum, perhaps? How did you know that was his name? Uh, the poster on the wall says it. Schleppy Greenbaum, performing at the Friars Club. And the show is tonight. 
I was uh, curious why there was a, a poster in a 3,000-year-old burial chamber. Maybe the mummy is a big fan of his, and he went to see him perform. Lance, I, I thought you were going to hit me or slap me. You do that every time I say something stupid. Maybe this time you could be right. It's worth a shot. Let's go down to the Friars Club and see what Schleppy Greenbaum has to say. I do have to warn you that Schleppy does get blue at times. It was the reason we got divorced. Blue? Oh, that's all right, Mrs. Oblomovitz. My mother raised me not to care about what color skin people have. Ow! Dick, blue means that he tells dirty jokes. Dirty jokes? You mean like, um... What did the dirt say to the rain? If this keeps up, my name will be mud. <laughs> I know, Dick. Uh, these jokes are uh, not for children. They are um, um, racy, uh, risque, um, usually involving adult boys. Oh, gosh. Don't tell my mom, Lance. She washes my mouth out with soap if I say those words. Well, she'll wash out my ears for hearing them. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friars Club proudly presents Schleppy Greenbaum. Why don't Jewish mothers drink? Alcohol interferes with the suffering. A Jewish boy comes home from school and tells his mother he has a part in the play. She asks, what part is it? The boy says, I play the part of the Jewish husband. The mother scowls and she says, go back and tell the teacher you want a speaking part. <laughs> How many Jewish mothers does it take to change a light bulb? <sighs> don't bother, I'll sit in the dark, I don't want to be a nuisance to anybody. My wife was at the beauty shop for two hours. That was only for the estimate. <laughs> she got a mud pack and looked great for two days. Then the mud fell off. Do some of your old jokes. The dirty ones. <laughs> I, I don't like blue anymore, folks. It, uh, it destroyed my marriage. The jokes got dirtier and, well, I, I found out I couldn't stop with the language. So, uh, after my marriage fell apart, I got help, and, uh... That poor man, I never knew. We need to go backstage. I agree. We need to question him about the mummy. Hey, with the mummy, my dear Henny needs me. Henny? I thought his name was Schleppy. That's his stage name. His real name is Henny Schmaltz. And he changed his name to Schleppy Greenbaum? It was his agent's idea. Come on, let's go backstage. Go away, I don't want to talk to anybody. Perhaps you'll talk to me? Esther, and two strange men? Uh, Lance Hardwick, and uh, uh, this is my sidekick. Uh, Dick Reardon, sir. I noticed that you're um, smoking a gorged health and cigar. So? 
All the comedians smoked them. One in every box might explode. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's the laughs I remember from the old days, Schleppy. Maybe you need to add it to your act. Buddy Hershkovich, you're still his manager. Maybe not for much longer. I have a new comedian who's performing tonight. He's bold. He's what the people want. He's bluer than any blue comedian in the business. He'll revolutionize the entire comedy world. He's a star, I tell you. A big, big star. So you're dropping me for this new guy. Well, that's just fine with me. You will never wake in this town again. Mark my words, you are through! Lance, look! Cigars fell out of his jacket pocket! The same ones that Schleppy smokes. Oh. Who do you think got him his voice box? Wait a minute. It wasn't Schleppy, I mean Henny. It was you, buddy, hanging the poster, placing the cigar, just to throw suspicion on my dear sweet Henny. I don't know what you're talking about. I gotta go. My star's performing in a few minutes. Can't you arrest him? We all know he did it. We need proof. There's still the money. Until we find it, there's no case. Well, Henny and I will help you find the mummy. No, no. You stay here and get reacquainted. Dick and I can handle this. You take the doors on the left, and I take the doors on the right. Okay, Lance. Oh, well, <clears throat> sorry, lady. Uh, nice outfit, though. Did you get it wholesale? Is that a cigar in your pocket? Hi, there must have been two in that box. Oh no, now my mom's got to wash my eyes out. Come on, Dick. One last door. Look, Lance. Someone unwrapped a whole roll of toilet paper on the floor. It's not... Toilet paper. It's ancient linen bandages like they use for mummies. You mean there's a naked mummy running around? Gesundheit. Sei gesund. Gesundheit. And God bless you too. Must be my allergies again. When a mummy was prepared, they used to coat the body with natron powder. And now that the bandages are off, it's in the air. Wait a minute. I got an idea. Sniff, Dick. Sniff. You're using that boy chick as a goyish bloodhound to track down the mummy? I don't see any mummy, Lance. But we're in the wings, and the announcer is walking on stage. That new comedian is going to perform.
And now, a brand new comedian. I don't know his name, but I'm told he's like nothing you've ever seen or heard before. Come on out! I don't believe it. It's the mummy! In a tailored suit and two pairs of pants. I come from Egypt, where it's hot enough to fry your off. <laughs> There's not much to see in Egypt. Miles of sand in every direction and nothing to do, except a camel. Hmm. Hey, I came here to tell jokes, not look at the Dead Sea. I, I, um, I once got into a fight with the Great Sphinx. He called me a and I and until he fell off. Hey, I don't need your I got a solid gold bed. Why don't you go back there and get off the stage? Go yourself, you before I. Sure uses a lot of naughty words. I've never heard of most of them. I told you to beware of the mummy's many curses. He's got a mouth like a sailor. Hi. Well, I, I guess since his career in comedy isn't going anywhere, uh, he should go back to the museum quietly. Another case closed, Lance. Uh, no. <laughs> Another case wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, um, and I think um, Esther and her um, ex-husband might become a couple again. Oh, that's sweet. They're a nice couple. Perhaps tonight they'll f*** each other. Dick, you shouldn't use words like that. Lance, I, I can't say things like that in front of my mom. She'll my off. I think we need to... Um, Go back to the office. We have a long night of something I like to call um, aversion therapy. What's that? I get a car battery and jumper cables, and we have a nice long chat. Lance Hardwick Mysteries, Curses of the Mummy, was written, directed, and produced by Victor Aurelius and Jeff Niles. Featured in the cast were Victor Aurelius as Dick Reardon, Jeff Niles as Lance Hardwick, Rachel Rumler as Gay Schlaffen, Wayne Owens as Esther Oblomovitz, Steve White as George Burns, Julie Hoverson as Gracie Allen, Ted Wenskis as the announcer, Pete Lutz as Schleppy Greenbaum, Victor Aurelius as the audience member, Carrie Michael Ayers as Buddy Herskovitz, and Steve White as the Mummy. Music by Kevin McLeod and Klezmerica. Sound design by Victor Aurelius. Copyright the 4077th and All Better Audio 2017. Lance Hardwick will return. Visit our website at the4077th.blogspot.com.
That's what zealots called Spire City. Tall, built to reach heaven and step foot on God's front porch. As much as I've come to know of this city, some might even try to kick the pearly gates in. But you know, labor strikes and all that. Makes for poor steel manufacturing. That leads me to where we find ourselves. The lower rings of the Spire City are filled with tall buildings like oil-dripped mountains pressed together. So the valleys are tight and sweaty, with acrid metallic steam hissing up from the street grates, and the occasional whiff of food or of a garden nearby if you're lucky enough to be standing but a few yards away from them. The sun hardly reaches us unless it's directly above, and even then, the crisscrossing monorail lines and hovercraft constantly blot out the light. It's funny. I always imagined God being able to pierce any darkness. But it seems he respects a man's choice if he holds up a hand to forbear. And here, we begin our tale. <laughs> 